0: Fill up every day at his pump, lest we forget where the gas comes from. Welcome to Follow Me to Heaven, where God's Word is truth and your questions matter. I'm your host, Jonathan Romero, and today, today is the day that we will conclude Ephesians. So we're going to be in Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to look at verses 21 through 24, basically the last part of Ephesians. Um, It's been a long journey. It's been about a year, but it's been a great year. It's been a great joy uh, to be able to share what God has to say here in Ephesians through Paul. Um, So with that, let's go ahead and read. Let's read verses 21 through 24 of Ephesians, chapter 6. It says, So that you also may know how I am and what I am doing. Tychus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. Peace be to the brothers and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love the Lord love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. So let's go back. Let's look at verse 21 more closely. It says, "so that you may so that you also may know how I am and what I am doing." Tychus the beloved brother and faithful minister and the Lord will tell you everything so he begins with so that so that basically means the reason why Ty- Tychicus is being sent so this is the reason why I am sending Tychicus to you and what he sa- What What does he say he says so that you also may know how I am and what I am doing so there. Two things Paul wants to inform the church of Ephesus. One is how he is doing, and two is what he is doing, right? You would think uh, that there's not much happening, uh, being incarcerated in between the four walls. Uh, But Paul is very active, even if he's uh, tied down, even if he's, uh, what does he say? Uh, in verse 20, says, for which I am an ambassador in chains. So, Paul is an ambassador in chains. So, him being in chains does not change who he is um, as he has been bought by the blood of Christ, as he has been set apart to be an apostle. Um, he says, here... We can get the understanding that Paul is very active, even if he is in chains, right? He says um, that he's, we can see that he's writing letters, right? He's writing letters that the Lord will uh, canonize. He's asking for prayer and that the Lord would give him words to proclaim the gospel boldly, right? So, Remember what he said before he says in verse 19, and also for me, so he's asking for prayer. He says, and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. Then he says, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. So how ought Paul to speak as an ambassador? Well, he is to speak boldly, And not only speak boldly, but declare boldly. And what is he declaring? He's declaring the gospel, right? Because he says, opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. So Paul is very active in chains. He's even asking for prayer that God would give him the right words to say when it comes to evangelizing and preaching the gospel in such a way that it is declarative, right? It's not just asking who wants uh, the Lord into their hearts, right? Scripture never uh, says that. Instead, we are to proclaim the gospel who is uh, Jesus Christ in his ministry and what he has done for us sinners. And uh, to believe in him in whom God has sent, who is Jesus Christ, right? So my question to you would be, what are you doing in your time of quarantine, right? In this time of social distancing, where we have lots of time in our hands now, what are you doing uh, for the kingdom? What are you doing? Um, I hope that answer to that is advancing, right? What are you doing? Well, I am advancing. I hope that is the answer. Um, and if it's not, I would encourage you. That if it's not, I would encourage you to seek first the kingdom of God, right? Search through the scriptures. If you are listening to this, uh, that means you are trying to gain an understanding of Ephesians. You're trying to gain an understanding of what God is saying uh, here in this specific passage. And my goal, my motive, is that I want to equip the saints. I want to help you. Um... So that you may be able to answer positively uh, whenever I ask the question, what are you doing in your time of social distancing? And I hope your answer uh, would eventually become, I am advancing. I am growing in the faith. Um, I am asking uh, people to pray for me so that I may declare the gospel boldly, right? So that God would give you the words to speak um, as you ought to speak. And that's what Paul is saying, right? Paul is, just because he's in between four walls, he's in chains, does not change the fact that he has been called, has been commissioned uh, to be an apostle for the Gentiles and to proclaim the gospel as he ought to speak. Um, and I believe that every single believer, we have been called to proclaim the gospel, right? Matthew 28 pretends to all of those who are disciples of Christ, right? that all authority has been given unto Christ in heaven and on earth. And then after he says that, he says, go, therefore, make disciples of all nations. Go do it um, as you are going wherever you are. So think about that question. Think about what you are doing. And is that pertaining to eternal life? Uh, is that for the betterment? of yourself in such a way that it makes christ much more glorious right you bring glory to christ the more you know about him because the more you know about him the more you realize how gracious and merciful god is how holy and righteous he is right all of the attributes of god uh, will be made more clear as you seek christ through his word and you continue to seek christ and learn more about christ so yeah. And Paul's motive, Paul's reasoning for sending Tychicus is that the Church of Ephesus would be informed in how he is doing, right? And what he is doing, because that's what he says. And in verse 22, well, even then, let me let, let me explain a little bit about when he says Tychicus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything, right? He could have just said um Tychicus will tell you everything. No, he he wants the believers, he wants the brothers to know that the person in whom he is sending to them um has been working alongside Paul, has been a faithful servant of Christ. Not only that a beloved brother of Paul. It says faithful minister in the Lord. He will tell you everything. So he is trustworthy. That's basically what Paul is saying, that Tychicus is one in whom they can trust that he will be able to explain and tell the church everything that has been going on. So you can imagine uh, Tychicus coming to the church of Ephesus and just giving uh, wouldn't necessarily be a brief information of what what the Lord has been doing uh, through their ministry, right? Paul is in chains. Remember that. So the person in whom will inform the church of Ephesus would be him, would be Tychicus. And not only that, uh, he may even be the one in whom uh, brought the letter of Ephesians to them. Right. And in verse 22, it says, I have sent him, You for this very purpose that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. So, not only will Tychicus tell in how Paul is doing, of what he is doing, now Paul basically explains a little bit more deeply of what Tychicus will be doing. Paul says that I have sent him to you for this very purpose that you may know how we are. And that he may encourage your hearts. So, Paul commissioned Tychicus. And one task that Paul gave Tychicus is that the church of Ephesus would be informed in how they are doing. Two, that the brothers and sisters may be encouraged, but not only encouraged, but encouraged of the heart, right? That the very innermost may be encouraged. Right. When Paul says how we are, there's more than just one person. Uh, who is Paul speaking about? Well, in Acts chapter 20, verse 4, you can see all of those in whom participated with Paul in this mission, right? Um, in proclaiming the gospel together, right? It says in Acts 20, verse 4, Sulpiter. So The Berean, son of Pyrus, accompanied him, and of the Thessalonians, Aristarchus and Secundusi, and Gaius of Derby and Timothy, and the Asians, Tychicus and Trophimus. So these are the brothers in whom Paul is speaking of, in whom uh, have accompanied Paul. Uh, in the missionary work of spreading the gospel and proclaiming the truth boldly. Um, so whenever he says that the church of Ephesus or that they would know and be informed in how they are doing, well, it's all of these brothers in whom accompanied Paul as well, right? Not just Paul, not just Tychicus, but there's more brothers uh, that are together. Um and, and this is this is great because we can see like in acts 20 verse 4 it's not just paul and one other person but there's many brothers in whom they can hold each other accountable they can grow together and encourage each other as they are going through their trials right especially paul being in chains uh he reminds himself and uh the brothers that he is an ambassador in chains. So not only is he in chains, but he's an ambassador in chains. And he's remembering his mission uh, as an apostle for the Gentiles. Uh, But here, uh, how we are, obviously all of them. And it says, and that he may encourage your heart. So, Uh, The church of Ephesus and many churches all around there, uh, lots of persecution happening, lots of um, murdering that is happening against those who believe in Christ, those who are Christians, right? Those who are of the way, as it says in scripture. So we must understand that even if we are under persecution, uh, no matter what kind of persecution it is, if the church of God is being persecuted, we are we ought to be encouraged. Uh, Jesus even said, um, they will persecute you because they first persecuted me. Uh, the reason why they're persecuting me is because they persecu or persecuting you is because they persecuted me, Jesus says. So we must be encouraged by that because now the Lord can empathize with us he can sympathize with us in a sense that we're not alone he knows uh, what we're going through he understands he's been through it and this gives us all the more reason to come to him because he is also the king of kings and the lord of lords right uh there's nothing out of his control so if we're going through a tough time through uh specific trials or whatever trial that we're going through uh, we can trust in the Lord uh, to help us and to guide us through, uh, right? Paul just explained earlier in chapter 6 about the armor of God and about the flaming darts, flaming arrows from uh, the enemy. But the shield of faith is what's helping us extinguish those darts. So we must be encouraged that we have the tools and the weapons in order to fight off fight off. Uh, These spiritual forces that are are at war. Um, And obviously Paul is at war. Not physically. But spiritually. And it says in verse 23. So this is Paul's salutation. This is his uh, closing remarks. And I love how he closes this letter. Because it's him echoing how he opened the letter right the way paul begins the letter is how he concludes the letter so what does it say when he uh opened the letter well he says in verse one and two paul an apostle of christ jesus by the will of god to the saints who are in ephesus and are faithful in christ jesus grace to you and peace from god our father and the lord jesus christ So he he begins the letter with grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. And before that, he says to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus, right? To the believers, right? To the ones um, in whom believed in Christ alone, right? And it says here, peace be to the brothers and love with faith from whom? From God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, right? So we we understand where the peace is coming from, where the grace is coming from. And Paul is saying, look to that. And this is what I am ending this letter with. With the grace from God and the peace from God. With love and faith. And then verse 24. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ. With love incorruptible right so it kind of seems like love is the theme right the theme throughout the whole letter right first we can see the love of god towards sinners right we can see how we were dead in our trespasses and sins but god made us alive together with christ or through christ right you see that christ loved us so much that he died for us so we can see that the love of christ has uh, for the church through this letter. And then finally, in the last portions of Ephesians, we see uh, a call to love one another as blood-bought believers, right? So as Christians, this is how we ought to love. This is how we ought to uh, show our love towards one another. And the reason why we are able to do that is because we first has, have been loved by God. And God loved us from eternity past. That's the crazy part. He chose us to be in a covenant relationship with him from eternity past. So this love has no end, right? Because it's a love that is coming from God himself. He teaches us how to love with a love that is incorruptible and that's what i love about this conclusion of this letter because he says grace be with all who love our lord jesus christ and those who love are the ones in whom put their faith in christ in whom their eyes have been opened and our hearts have been changed from stone to flesh these are the ones who are able to love the lord jesus christ genuinely because if they have been made alive they have been They have understood the gospel and the implications of sin and what happens to us uh, as a consequence to sin, right? For the wages of sin is death. But scripture also says, but the free gift of life is in Christ Jesus, our Lord, right? Eternal life is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So as Paul concludes this letter, in that way, I conclude, uh, this study of Ephesians, follow me through Ephesians, right? I hope that you have followed, uh, with me, it along with me, right? I don't see myself as one who is far ahead of you all and you guys have to keep up. Um, no, I see myself as walking alongside with everyone, um, And we're keeping in step with each other as we are keeping in step with the Holy Spirit. As we follow along through his word and we ask for his guidance through his word. I hope that this has been helpful to y'all. I hope that we can continue this. And who knows what the next letter or book we will cover. Um, But this has been a great journey. I've learned a lot studying through ephesians um i've been humbled many times as i go through this especially uh at the ending of ephesians like we can see paul and his salutations to the church in ephesus and how he informs them and wants to inform them and how he is doing and what he is doing um even though that he's in chains like that does not stop him from uh, being active and i i think that goes for all of us that no matter what situation we find ourselves in, like we should not find ourselves idle, but instead we ought to be active and moving and always uh, advancing, right? And that's, that should be our reply in how you are doing, right? So when someone asks you, hey brother or hey sister, how are you doing? We can then say we are advancing every day. We are moving forward. I am more sanctified today than I was yesterday. And then we pray and ask that that we may be more sanctified tomorrow than we were today. But we don't look at tomorrow because tomorrow has its own troubles. We we look to today and what can we do today um, in advancing and what can we do in growing in this faith, right? So I would say during this time of quarantine, during this time of uh, social distancing, grow close to the Lord and keep growing closer to the Lord. Study the Word of God uh, because it is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. We know that it is able to pierce the hardest of hearts. We know that the Word of the Lord does not return to him void. So we can trust that God's word will impact us in one way or another, whether it's now or later. The Lord will use his word because he has used his word. Uh, The gospel has been proclaimed to each and every one of us and we understood it. And the gospel is the word of Christ. Scripture says that faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So I would encourage you to study God's word in such a way that you understand better the gospel and are able to proclaim better the gospel and and ec- explain it in such a way that you are now guiding others um through truth right we are to be sanctified by this truth by God's word um so yeah so i would say trust in god Keep studying scripture, reread Ephesians, right? God's word is never exhaustive. Uh, We can never get to the end of it. We're still growing and we're always growing every single day until we die. We grow and we still grow. So I would encourage you keep growing, Uh, keep pushing forward and be able to uh, reply and how are you doing with I'm advancing, This is Follow Me to Heaven with Jonathan Romero.